go to the world of boxing. How about Tyson Fury's mismatch? What? Why, why did they do that fight? And why is he bragging about it? I mean, like he did it. He was out there showboating and floor showing and like he had really, like he had beat uh, Muhammad Ali. Nobody knows who Schwartz is. And nobody all. still knows. Who and still Schwartz nobody is. knows who Schwartz is. He's undefeated. I know yeah. he's a bleeder. He's, ra- he's ranked 58 in the league. I think 59th. 59th. Now, he dropped one. <laughs> this is a totally pointless situation. Another example just like how we're watching with with now the whole thing that happened between Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder, you got to make fights that when they're supposed to happen. I understand guys need to get paid, but you get paid fighting the guys that you're supposed to fight. Right. There's an in, in I don't know. There's a there's a new wave of cautiousness in fighting that fighters don't get paid to do. Fighters don't get paid to be cautious. And there's only a handful of fighters out there that are willing to fight people. This is what I'm saying. And Anthony Joshua was one of them. Sean Porter is another one. Triple G is another one. Earl Spence is one. Earl Spence is one. Canelo. And after that, I mean, and I'm looking at a, a, a you know a lot of cherry picking. Manny, yeah, Manny, Manny yeah. fight anybody. I, I yeah, just waiting outside for you. Oh, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tighten you up. A, I just I really don't appreciate that fight. I did not watch it. I saw some I highlights. It. I had. I to. couldn't waste my time on that. I'm I couldn't sorry. do it. I'm addicted. I had to. Watch I couldn't it. do it. I can't. You're gonna have to face it. <laughs> Yeah, you're addicted to love. I'm addicted to sports. I couldn't do it. But what I did watch was uh, I did watch Triple G knock out Steve Rolls. And I have to say, that Canadian was game. Yeah. He came out. Rolls came to fight. He came out to fight. Gennady looked like he had a, a you know a little new twist on his game style. A you know? twist, but he did, did, then that was the first fight with Jonathan Banks. Uh huh. So that was the very first time, and you you know you take some time to get tweaking it. Together. He looked good to me. He looked good to me too. He looked like he had a little ring rust, mm-hmm, of which course, is to be expected. But Rolls, got clocked. Yeah. Yeah, he got clocked. Rolls came to fight. He really did Rolls come to fight. came to fight. And I appreciate that. I always appreciate a fighter that comes to fight. And he came to win. Let's yeah. say that. He didn't need he he didn't come there to, to run. He didn't, he didn't no. come to attract me. He wasn't, you know, afraid of the boogeyman. No. He came out there. And, and he, he got knocked out. And he got knocked out. But what can you do? Well, most of the people that he fight do. The majority. Yes. <laughs> the majority. Of the what people. was it, like 87%? Maybe. Yeah, something like that. Might even be higher. Yeah. Right on the top of the dome. On the chin, too. Yeah, he domed him up, then he chin. Did plus dome. <laughs> and we're going to go to sleep tonight. <laughs> yeah, this was this was serious business. Um, and along those lines, this weekend, we got a fight coming up that I am interested in. Uh, because young Charlo, or lighter Charlo, is going up against Jorge Cota. And this is his first time that he'll be fighting since he lost his belt. And I think he's going to be really, really hungry. He's a, I think he's hungry. It's just that this is another problem where you go and get a quality opponent to face him that he really didn't have the whole time to prepare for. I mean, because, you know, the other fighter got hurt, dropped out, and then you pick up this guy. This guy's, you know, he, he's... He looks like he's legit. Yeah, he's a quality opponent. It's not a, a layup. Right. We're going to see what happens because this is actually a very key point to, uh, you know, this is a very key time for the... For the Charlo brothers, but especially uh, for Jermel. Right. After that, with, since they're putting so much on a loss, you know, which doesn't mean anything. And that division has been completely shook up because J-Rock Williams beat up on Jared Hurd. Yeah. And then uh, your man Harrison took his belt. So I'm surprised that Harrison wasn't the immediate rematch, you know. And I don't know if he got hurt or if they just decided that he needed another fight, you know, in between. Um you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I know that all these guys need to learn uh, and see that you better start making the fights that you're supposed to make, or you lose your cheese. Yo, and this is what where the problem is with Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury celebrating 
<laughs> Anthony Joshua losing as if they Ty- beat him. Tyson Fury did not. Don't don't throw Tyson Fury. No, Tyson, Tyson Fury, Fury has Tyson Fury has been coming out lately talking slick. And I haven't heard him. Yes. say I haven't heard him talk reckless. Yes. Like the, not like Deontay. Deontay Wilder is speaking like he beat Anthony Joshua, and he's the most happiest guy to ever lose a hundred million dollars that I've <laughs> that ever, <you've> seen. ever <laughs> seen. Wow, that you've ever seen. You lost a hundred and something million dollars, and you are walking around here on television and radio and everything else and celebrating it. I don't understand. Man, I mean, if you have that much confidence in your skill set, step in the ring. You're in the fight business. Fight. And, I mean, that's a lot of money to celebrate losing. Yeah. And he's going back with Luis Ortiz. And I, I'm with Anthony Joshua on this because I remember when they asked him before his fight what he thought about it. And he said, what would, I, what would you guys do to me if I said I'm about to go fight Povetkin again? Right. A guy I knocked out. He should clean his clock. He should, but I don't know if he will. I mean, what, what is going to happen is, is he's going to get more rounds, and this has been benefiting Deontay a lot, getting rounds with quality opponents. But he uh, also might get more damage. He could possibly get – we're talking about the heavyweights. Anything can happen. And One then, thing that, that Evander Holyfield told us guys down there that was amazing was 10 years ago, he sparred with Andy Ruiz, and Andy Ruiz put tips on him. <laughs> and he told us this. And he told us this, and he said that, it, you know, he made, he really thought – made him think about retiring he, as far as even jumping out the game. <laughs> yeah, I need to get out the game. He put tips on him. Yeah. He said he got the fat, the, the hands are fast, and he yep. got sting with got it. Got sting with it. <laughs> mate. <Good> buddy. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great sting story, guys. One time we saw sting out and about, and I was really excited. And it was at an, uh, an Oscars after party. And I was like, oh. And he looked at me like I was slithering around in rat feces. Disgust, he, mate. Full disgust. He looked at me and was like, who is Who are you, mate? Mate. <laughs> who let him in here? <laughs> who let the dogs out, mate? <laughs> I was terrible. And it was funny. And all you were doing was trying to say, what's up? What's I just up, wanted to show Shane? love. Oh, what's up? I, like, I just wanted to show love. <laughs> I just wanted to let him know that everything he does is magic. And he didn't want to hear it. Um, but, yeah, man, I don't know. I don't, I I'm very interested to see what happens there. Um, yeah, I, I'm also interested to see if the zone is going to get their act together when it comes to the judges, or if any boxing people are interested, because some of the fights, like on that uh, on that Gennady card, had some suspect decisions. <laughs> Once again, uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's just bad business all the way around. I don't think it's just the zone; it's just boxing in general. It's just boxing. It's hard to get a fair shake. Unless you knock somebody out, you almost don't even have a chance of getting a correct decision. I mean, what's the percentage? <laughs> That's the only time you can guarantee a correct decision. <laughs> right. <laughs> what are the percentages of them getting it right? Like all of the cards. Really, you know? Low. Low. I would say that the greatest that we've seen recently was the Canelo-Danny Jacobs fight. Yes. They were on point. I, they were on point. I agree. But other than that, it's it's very, very. And I'm not even saying that my perspective is the absolute perspective. They have There's wiggle room. It's, I can see, oh, okay, you have one round this way, two rounds this way. Okay, I can see that. But when you, we see these lopsided cards, it makes you, it, it, it's the reason that UFC was able to gain popularity in what boxing had was a monopoly. And it's because people are tired of seeing uh, lying cards. We know what we're watching. Well, you don't know what you're watching, though, because you have these announcers that are brainwashing you with CompuBox and everything else. These guys are, are, are telling you that, oh, yeah, this dude just land 10,000 punches. Yeah. And I'm looking at it, and I didn't see those 10,000 punches that he's supposed to land it. Yeah. I'm, I'm watching the fight. I'm not going to be deceived by what I see. 
And but they're telling me what you actually see. I don't believe in that. I I want to watch the fight and be what is it? Subjective? Objective. Objective. Yeah. And and whoever the company man is is the guy that's going to get big up on the the, the broadcast. And CompuBox up. And CompuBox up, which is <laughs> actually also important. Very important. 